Joan from PatSexBlog.com here. The mighty listicle. The internet loves the listicle. Bloggers love the listicle. The longer, the better. And it's a shame, but I play ball as well. I have published many, many, many listicles on Fatstacks blog and niche sites. Why? Because they work. They get ranked. They can, in some cases, do very well with affiliate promotions. But I often wonder just how useful they are. And this is what I mean. Let's say the listicle is about you know, the best 25 tools for X. Okay. Ba- you know, basically that's not very helpful. What, what are you going to try 25 tools? There's not a recommendation and not a personal opinion based on trying them. Now, in some cases there are some articles will say, Hey, uh, here is uh, 25, but our favorite, the one we use is this one. Uh, shortlist these three or four or whatever. Okay, so some of them do that, and that's very helpful. But a lot of times, the listicle is not helpful. And in another situation where it's not helpful is when it's suggesting, let's say, for instance, in the blogging sphere, various steps you can do to get traffic. Now, the name of the game with a listicle is to make it long, right? You want that magic 25, 99, 101, right? I mean, so you're going to list everything under the sun. And again, that's not very helpful. Let's say, you know, 25 tips to get more traffic to your site. Well, 22 of them are a waste of your time. <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, at the end of the day, you got Google search and you have one or two decent social media platforms that'll work for you. Now, that which ones vary. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, it's just Pinterest or it's just Facebook or it's just Twitter. You've got to experiment a little bit. And the one that does work the best, you've got to work it. And that's the thing with social media is you've got to work it. You know, Flipboard, not a lot of people use Flipboard, I think, relative to the number of people who use Facebook or Twitter. But Flipboard can actually be a good source of traffic. I've never made it work because I don't work it. But if you work Flipboard and you participate, you could probably make it work half decently for you. So 25 ways to get traffic, 22 of which are realistic. The other, well, sorry, three of which are realistic. The other 22 are likely a waste of time. But that's the problem, right? That's the problem with the list call. I'm guilty of it. I'm sure you are. We all do it just because Google ranks it. I guarantee you that if you wrote an article on the three best ways to get traffic for your website, it's not going to rank. It doesn't matter how much details in there. It's just, I've done it. I've, I've written articles where I just put in what I think is best, and I leave it at that, especially on FastX, and I get no search traffic to it. But you know what gets search, search traffic? The, the list of 25, most of which is just a big waste of your time. Okay, so you got to pick your battles in this business. Just because someone says use Flipboard doesn't mean you should, okay? Now, you might be thinking, well, John, I, I do use Flipboard, and it literally takes three seconds to flip something to it when you have the extension. And you're right. But you know what? It's not just the three seconds of your actual time to do it. There's a mental energy that gets used up with the more tasks you have on your to-do list, especially recurring to-do lists. If you've got to do... 25 things every time you publish a blog post, it's going to drive you insane, especially when 22 of them don't really get you much traffic, okay? 
I'm all for doing what works. But at the end of the day, you get a little trickle here, a little trickle there. It's a lot of time for just a little trickle. What you really want to do is focus on the big, the big traffic sources. And I try to do that. And I'm guilty of all this. I, I use Flipboard. I don't work Flipboard, but I've used it. I got nothing from it. I've used Twitter. I get nothing from it. I've used Instagram. I get nothing from it. All of these are really good platforms if you work them. But generally, for most, unless you are working them, they don't really do much for you. There's just, it's just not worth the time, the mental energy to do it. So you need to pick your battles. You need to focus on the very, very few tasks, including social media, that get you to traffic and get rid of the rest. Yeah, you might give up 10, 10 visitors next month from Twitter. Does it really matter? No, it's not going to make any difference at all. And I could tell you, Twitter's a, Twitter's a different beast. It's great for some niches. It's great for some people. I'm not knocking it. I think Twitter has its place for sure. But for niche sites, eh, not so good at least for my niches, and I'm in a number of them. So at the end of the day, you want to pick your battles. And, and, and another aspect to this whole mindset of picking your battles and trying to reduce your mental, uh, I guess, cloud tasks that suck up mental energy is sometimes going with the absolute cheapest thing out there just because it's going to save you a few bucks is not the best thing to do. And the perfect example is this, is PayPal. Right? PayPal is a ripoff in a lot of ways, okay? The fees are higher than a lot of other platforms, and it's just going to cost you more money in the long run. But I get people. I get freelancers. I get other people. John, can we go on Payoneer? Can we go on this? Can we go on that? Because, you know, if we're both on there, I'm not going to pay any fees, and it's free, and it's all that. Well, I tried that once. and I just about threw my computer against the wall, going nuts trying to set up painters. Setting up these things just drive me absolute bonkers. And then, insult to injury, I mean, it's not synced to my QuickBooks. And so I've got these charges that are coming through. My account doesn't know what they are. And then I got to get that all set up. And so it's not just merely setting up, you know, creating an account. There's a whole bunch of ripple effects to doing these things. And the PayPal is a perfect example. You know what? I'm happy to pay PayPal's high fees. And it's not because I, I do pretty well online. It's because PayPal works really well. It syncs perfectly with QuickBooks, which, which saves me way more money than any than not using PayPal would. Like, it's ridiculous what QuickBooks can do. If you don't use QuickBooks, man, you, you got to – it's so great. I used to manually do stuff with spreadsheets, and QuickBooks is, is fantastic. Fantastic. So it syncs basically seamlessly with PayPal. So my accounts don't ever have to input anything and all that. And that alone saves me a ton of money. Uh, everybody has PayPal. It's easy, right? Like, I don't, I, I can't remember any time where, you know, I work with a freelancer or, you know, I needed to send somebody money who's in this business and who said, oh, sorry, I don't have a PayPal account. It's like, everybody has a PayPal. It's, it's ubiquitous. And that, that makes it um, worth the fees. And they get away charging big fees because they are the big player. Are they forever going to be the big player? Well, probably not. Somebody might come up and, and take over. But for, for the time being, they can charge big fees because they are the best. They are everywhere and super easy to use. So, yeah, could I save money if I went with Payoneer or something else like that? I sure could, but I'd sure have a bigger headache. It would take energy away from being able to get other things done like this podcast. 
and I would be more miserable, always chasing down something just to save a couple of dollars, which actually often never does save you any money. Pay, switching from PayPal or using another platform would not save me money because of the whole bookkeeping accounting side of things. And you don't often that's not considered. So now I'm pretty hard nosed. Anybody, anybody ask for another platform? I said, no, sorry, I'm not doing it. If you want, don't want the job, then I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Uh, I totally understand. That's just the way I am because I, I tried to accommodate and I just about went nuts. And so that's it. And most people are like, oh, okay, well, fine, I'll use PayPal. Well, of course they will, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. I don't blame them for asking. Anybody who's on PayPal, well, I'm sorry, I just can't do business with you. That's just the way it is or or credit card, whatever. But uh, that's that's how it's got to be. And you know what? Making these decisions to make your life easier, to save you a ton of time, and most importantly, to conserve your mental energy uh, th- these are the things that's just going to make your life a whole lot easier. It's going to allow you to be able to focus a lot more on really what's important with your business. So get rid of that clutter, social media nonsense. You don't have to do all 25 of those traffic getting suggestions. And yes, they're probably on fat stacks. Focus on the few. It's Google search. It's probably one of the big social media platforms. And that might vary depending on your niche. For me, generally speaking, it's search. Pinterest and Facebook. That's it. That, that, that's all I care about. I, I don't bother with the other stuff anymore. Fast Act's a little different. It's search, it's YouTube, it's podcasts, as you're listening now, email. So it's a different business model, different traffic sources. They work. Okay. You get rid of the noise, get rid of the wasted stuff. Yes, go go read the best, whatever, whatever, whatever. I know there'll be 25 or 50 or 99 or whatever, but Remember, there's only so much you can do. Stick to the absolute bare minimum that will get you the most results. It's usually just a handful of things. Thanks for listening.